everyone to episode 83, I believe, of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored, of course, by Voluntary Viewing. Um, we're kicking it off today rather formally because, once again, Andrew and Lucas are nowhere to be found, nowhere to be seen. They're all away, and when the adults are away, the kids will play. I'm your host, Ryan Holtz, uh, here to take you through another episode of the Solo Cast. Y'all ready for this? Lucas, do some audio editing there. All right, I'm volunteering Lucas for more work. Meanwhile, he's not even here to properly <laughs> defend himself and set proper expectations for everything that's going on. Uh, so yeah, Lucas, do all the cool things. Oh, I have a lightsaber now. Oh, epic crazy battle. I'm Luke Skywalker. I don't know. Just trying to fill air at this point because dead air is negative air. So you kind of got to go stream of consciousness and say whatever comes to your mind. So now I'm imagining like a radio play where I play all the characters and Lucas dubs in just ridiculous, epic uh, sound clips to make it, you know, fully flesh out the universe, flesh out the world. And he's totally capable of something like that and totally has the professional experience and audio equipment to properly pull off that sort of thing. So I'm going to start with some crazy lines that he can cut all together in the podcast. <laughs> oh no, you'll never get away with this. I've already done what I've done. There's nothing you can do to stop me now. Oh God, why did we let you do what you've done? Because you bowed to fascism <laughs> oh god just got real um yeah well today is july 10th um and we are off and running already a tenth of the way through the target of the quarantine cast 18 minutes left um what's going on what's going on in the world let's see it's uh coronavirus continues to just dominate the United States in particular, a uh, few other countries, including Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, the uh, far right leader of Brazil, um, recently tested for or tested positive for coronavirus. They revealed that he was being treated by hydroxychloroquine, which Trump rather famously claimed is like a cure all for coronavirus. Um, I think that there hasn't been any of the like top tier scientific studies uh that have proven any effectiveness the um the study that was being referenced was more of like a a data dive looking into past uh people who had tested positive for coronavirus and whether or not like they took hydroxychloroquine and whether or not it was effective in reducing their recovery time and obviously like a study like that could be really flawed you'd, you'd need much more of like a laboratory setting and much more of like you know, experimental guidelines versus a placebo and everything like that uh, to really see a true result. And I don't think, I'm, I'm not even going to say I don't think, I, I have seen uh, no results whatsoever that this is proven effective, but it continues to be used. And uh, in some cases used instead of proper medical treatment. And uh, it has been just, just bad. So, yeah, more and more states are passing uh, indoor mask requirements at all times when indoors. 
um, which is obviously a positive thing. And then some states are even extending that, of course, to outdoors as well. Uh, California has always kind of been that way ever since uh, the CDC released their new guidelines that, you know, masks were always good. <laughs> masks, masks literally can't hurt. How about that? Uh, so, but apparently to some people, they can't breathe. The minute that they put on a mask, they can no longer breathe. So I sure hope that those aren't the same people uh, that see the George Floyd video and say that he didn't die from asphyxiation. <laughs> he died from just a heart attack or whatever else random shit you can come up with when he rather obviously uh, was having his windpipe cut off by a police officer so that he could not breathe. Meanwhile, a piece of fabric over your mouth and nose is apparently going to prevent you from breathing. So just throwing that out there. Maybe that's a straw man. Maybe there's no one that holds those two opinions, but I'm willing to bet that there's a little bit of crossover between the types of people who think that they can't breathe when they wear masks and the types of people that think that it's all a hoax and George Floyd didn't even die from uh, Officer Chauvin kneeling on his neck with his hands in his pockets. So, yeah, once again... Just back at it. Shit's terrible. Shit's gonna stay terrible. But, like, uh, in a weird way, kind of positives taken away. Like, it really does seem like tides are shifting. Uh, they've been shifting, obviously, for the last two months. Media coverage and especially social media uh, prevalence has gone way down in the last month or so following all the protests and everything like that. But the protests themselves have not really died down. <laughs> Uh, you just have to dig a little and you will easily find just huge swaths of people continuing to fight for what they know is right and what they know uh, will create a better world for all of us everywhere. Um, yeah, there was legislation that was passed with a veto-proof majority, I believe, set in Seattle or Portland to uh, cut police funding in half, uh, Seattle it was, defund police budget by 50%, real, reallocate funds to social services, housing, education, mental health, and more, um, which seems like exactly what everyone's pushing for, right? Like, that's that sounds ideal. Like, you're, we're finally going to treat the root of the problem versus treating the... Uh, you know, we're, we're going to attack the root of the problem. We're going to try to develop a cure versus just treating the symptoms, quote unquote treating, in some cases, just killing people that are displaying the symptoms of poverty, racial inequity, and you name it. So rather than that, we might actually take a step forward in trying to improve people's living conditions because shocker, everyone, when you're not poor and desperate and oppressed, you don't commit as much crime. I know this is kind of a newsflash for some people, but it's absolutely just a verifiable fact. And I don't think you, you know, I guess I should take that back. It feels like the majority of uh, conservatives would heartily agree that with less poverty and less uh, disenfranchisement, the less crime, uh, I, I'm sure that there'd be some people that would try to disagree, but no, in, in general, 
Like if we if we attack the root of the problem, we could actually uh, create a much better world for not only like the people that are actively being oppressed and actively being uh, I keep saying disenfranchised by the system that's currently in place, but it would be for everyone. Like, do you not want to be mugged by someone who's desperate for money so that they can like feed their family? Be like, because that affects you too. It's it's the same thing. Uh, then you should be supporting more of a social safety net and more uh, p social programs that actively bring these people uh, to, to eyes, uh, eyes height. I don't care <laughs> with everyone else. So I don't, I don't know. It's just, it seems obvious. It's not obvious, obviously. And you can debate people until they're blue in the face and you're blue in the face and nothing's going to change. And finally, footholds have been established and, you know, you hate to say it, but it was through violence. It was through actually setting shit on fire and, you know, getting people's attention. That is what actually managed to change things. And as you can see, all of those things have died down now that people are finally starting to listen and they feel like maybe their voices are starting to be heard. Um... And I say starting because, boy, do we have a long ways to go. We have a ridiculously long way to go until we actually reach equilibrium, equality, and utopia. Which, uh, you know, whether or not you believe that's even possible is a whole other issue. But shouldn't we be striving towards it? Shouldn't we be striving towards a perfect world? Or is that just a bad thing to do it's a bad thing to even try to like have everyone be just like living a happy healthy life i don't know if that if you if you consider that's bad then i guess we're not going to be able to see eye to eye on a lot of things like that's just a thing um other news the conservative uh conservative leaders are pushing for a ban of tiktok um, they say due to its roots in a uh, Chinese conglomerate. Um, but meanwhile, you know, the, the, so just for people that are unaware and people that like have a mainstream understanding of TikTok, what is called straight TikTok, which is, yeah, like the dances and the goofy videos. Yeah, you might think this is dumb and worthless and we should be totally fine with banning this platform but like if you take even one step further into the tiktok world you'll find what's known as alt tiktok which is very much not that very much just an active user base of people do it like doing what they think is right and trying to spread messages that they think can otherwise like help other people and they're they're behind such moves as uh the tulsa rally you know uh, being com in a complete embarrassment to the Trump administration with its turnout and everything like that. That was all spread on TikTok and through K-pop Twitter, these, these small groups that w took a huge interest in actually doing something, make an activism move. And a lot of people called it a prank by TikTok teens, but it was not a prank. Like that was vocal advocacy 
that we're not going to take it anymore. Like, fuck this administration. Fuck everything that they say. They're going to be spreading lies to a bunch of people that are not going to be safely social distancing or wearing a mask or anything like that. So, like, fuck these people. We're going to take it down. And they did. Like, that's 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 the benefit of all TikTok. And they pissed off the conservative establishment. And they're going to claim that it's because this Chinese company is mining data on children. But it absolutely is more insidious than that. And, like, meanwhile, all you have to do is look at every other social media ever. They're doing the exact same thing. Like, sure, they might not have a majority stake uh, from a Chinese company. But, like, they're absolutely selling data to foreign countries. That has been proven time and time again. And it's just, it's not that much more problematic. And meanwhile, you're trying to disenfranchise a huge group of young activists that are, are taking things into their own hands. And, and it's just so transparent. And you know what? Like, fuck that. You know, I, I really wish, sure, that TikTok wasn't owned by Chinese conglomerates, that'd be great. I, I would prefer that, given a choice between A or B. But you know what? It's not. So as a result, it becomes a lot more complicated than that. And a lot of people enjoy the app. And you know what? If, if an American alternative surfaces and and uh, TikTok teens all move over to that one instead, then sure, you know what? Fuck it. Maybe it would make sense. But Instead, where we stand right now, like you would be removing a platform from a lot of people that have a lot to say uh, in a politically motivated way. And fuck everything about that. Like you talk about taking away rights by by people forcing you to wear masks in order to save other people's lives. Uh, Meanwhile, you're totally fine with just actively suppressing free speech from a bunch of anal- like a, a bunch of I, I keep calling them activists because that's exactly what they are like sure are uh, is the image of TikTok a uh, you know 19 year old just you know doing a goofy dance sure but is is that what all of TikTok is no and i think there's there's a million examples including you know uh what what's her name it is oh i, I know it too i'm really frustrated that i've forgotten her name uh sarah cooper who, who does her 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 trump satire videos completely on tiktok and like that's just another example of like i don't know upsetting the conservative elites and that's what's actually behind all this like it's not it's not as simple and straightforward as you might think and it makes me a little sad that people are all you know, kind of falling in line and being like, you know what, I agree with Republicans on this one. And it's like, then you don't see the full picture if you're if you're thinking that shallowly. So, I don't know. I, I don't, I understand that TikTok has its problems and I understand the concerns from uh, a lot of data being mined by Chinese conglomerates that are absolutely backed by the CCP. But at the same time, I don't know. I think I think we need to tread a little more lightly than that. And, and I think it's one issue that Democrats and Republicans can come together on is that China is absolutely like doing sketchy shit, that they are absolutely like carrying out atrocities actively um, and, and they need to be stopped. Like that we can agree on that. But boy, it's just a very ham-fisted, 
approach so far from the Trump administration, uh, including the trade war and including now now this TikTok ban. Like it, it, it could be done better. It could be done tactfully and without ulterior motives that are actually driving policy. Like your, your policy should be only driven based on what is best for American citizens. It should not be based on what is best for my administration. Like you, you work for the people. They don't work for you. You, you are in your position because of the people and it's time to start representing them. Like it, you, you never have, and I know you never will, but you know what? The election is four months away and it, it's, you would, you would think that you would not want to rock any boats, but I guess it's probably a home run amongst your constituency. Like it, it's probably just a guaranteed, everyone's going to give you a, a pat on the back for it. Like, oh, you're stopping a foreign country from collecting data on our children. And it's like, sure, not really, but sure. Um, I don't know. China has, like, yeah, you can you can easily make a comparison with China censoring the internet in their own country. It wouldn't it wouldn't be hard to make that comparison. Uh, so that's that's, I think that's all I'll say at the end of the day for that one. Like, just don't agree. And I've, I've said it before on the podcast with Lucas that you need to be a little bit careful about that sort of thing, because a lar- a large majority of the I'm not going to say propaganda, but of of the um, press disclosures with China's involvement in TikTok have absolutely been parroted by conservative leaders in order to further that agenda. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, About to wrap it up here at about 18 minutes. Uh, You know, it's, it's a weird thing. Doing, doing a podcast all by yourself, I will say. I know some people do it. They're usually professional entertainers. They're usually paid to talk uh, by people. And I guess we are in a way, you know? Patreon, we love you. We love you subscribers. And I don't have Lucas's script, but I believe it's Sensual uh, Richard Nixon, uh, Sucky Badger, and um, shout out as well to our third patron, uh, who Lucas knows personally, and I cannot remember your name for the life of me. So just going to say shout out to you. Lucas will hit you up in the next one for sure. Um, we got the voluntary viewing episode coming out either this Sunday or Monday. So look forward to that. The boys will be back in town. We'll be talking about all the hot button issues of this week. Just as a quick preview, such as, uh, you know, sexual misconduct allegations and uh, the okay hand gesture in Warzone. You know? We'll be uh, discussing all these and more. So, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, I've been your host, Ryan Holtz. Follow Lucas DeRider on Twitter. Uh, I've, I've always said he should change his handle to Lucas Writer and spell out writer because he writes for a living. That's fucking cool. That's a cool name. So we'll see if he actually takes it on. He likes he likes to project professionalism for sure. And I guess that's somewhat less professional, but I think it's fucking cool. And I think it could be used as a gimmick. So follow him on Twitter. Uh, support uh, Act Blue. We'll have a link down in the description. 
give money if you can. Uh, they'll disseminate your uh, your money between a bunch of worthy causes, people that are being fucked over and have been fucked over for centuries. Um, so please, please give if you can. Um, yeah. Shout outs to all the communities that we've mentioned before. I think I'm going to put the kibosh on listing them all. It was a fun gimmick, but it's starting to seem like we're, we're watering down our message as well as like being a little disrespectful from not remembering every single one of them. And obviously it's, it's getting past the amount that we can remember. So specific shout outs, definitely to the black lives matter movement at this point in time. Like they, they've always mattered. They always will matter. And even though social media and mainstream media is kind of cut back on covering the protests, they're absolutely still ongoing and we are absolutely still fighting for racial justice and racial equality. So, uh, with that, I leave ya. Episode 83. Peace out.